In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius, the governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in that region, living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I will proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and singing glory to God in the, and saying glory to God. To God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Gospel of the Lord. I want to start this evening with some words that uh, Pope Francis gave last year at this time. To a son is given in the lowly manger of a darkened stable, the Son of Man is truly present. But this raises yet another question. Why was he born at night, without decent accommodation, in poverty and rejection, when he deserved to be born as the greatest of kings in the finest of palaces? Why? To make us understand the immensity of his love for our human condition, even to touching the depths of our poverty with his concrete love. The Son of God was born an outcast in order to tell us that every outcast is a child of God. He came into the world as each child comes into the world, weak and vulnerable, so that we can learn to accept our weaknesses with tender love and to discover something important. As he did in Bethlehem, so too we, excuse me, As he did in Bethlehem, so too with us. God loves to work wonders through poverty. He placed the whole of our salvation in the manger of a stable. He is unafraid of our poverty. So let us allow his mercy to transform it completely. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light upon those who dwell in the land of gloom. A light has shone. 
When God thought about us, he spoke, and we came into being. Just as tonight we gaze on this baby, Jesus, with all the magnificence of his divine poverty. As you gaze on him lying in the manger, let your imagination run wild. Wait a minute. It can't be God. I mean, you've got to be kidding. How could the Messiah, the creator of the universe, the Lord of all, the master of time, the king of kings, be a baby? And as we struggle to get our mind around this mystery, maybe we could look, we need to look back at our own beginning and realize to be alive is a gift. I did not ask to come into the world, yet here I am. God thought about me from all eternity, and now I exist, and there will never be a time that I don't exist. I am all his, just like he is all mine. Tonight, Jesus wants us to celebrate his coming with me. And now, we are on our way back to him. That is the reality. Our journey is well underway. Inside my story with Jesus, he is teaching me about myself With each passing year, more wrinkles, more gray hair, more scars. There is no other journey I want to be on as long as I am with him. Today a baby. Tomorrow my best friend. And in the end, the one who opens the door to paradise for me. This is how much he loves me. St. Paul, on this night, challenges us with a stern and clear words as, as, as he is known for. The grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age. We live in unprecedented times. Maybe we can pause for a moment and think back over this year, or year and a half, or two years. What have been some of those things that have really, really been hard for you? Some of us have had loved ones die. So many have been isolated. Paul was chosen especially for his mission. Through his example and preaching, many came to believe in Jesus and many opposed him. Is it any different today? I think not. I know you have all been chosen by the Lord, handpicked, and he loves you all very much. Baby Jesus comes tonight and challenges the world and transform it, transforms it in a way that no one could ever have imagined. 
without our lives, throughout our lives, and inside the church, we are transformed. We are transformed by the sacraments. When we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, we receive all the dimensions of his life. We receive him now as a baby, innocent and pure. We receive him as a young man preparing himself for his mission. We receive him as the apostle of apostles forming those around him to be good, kind, and self-sacrificing. We receive him suffering on the cross. And what continues to amaze us, we receive him resurrected from the dead. All of this comes into our hearts when we hear those words, the body of Christ, and we respond, amen. When we walk back to our seats after having said amen, we have the living manger scene inside our hearts. Let your soul sing to him who has been born for you. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius, the governor of Syria, and all went to be enrolled, each to his own town, and Joseph too went from Galilee to the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David that is called Bethlehem. At the beginning of Jesus' life and at the end of his life, history is just inserted. People's names places, times. Jesus isn't some figment of our imagination, some nice guy that lived 2,000 years ago. Jesus is altogether our Savior. When we say yes to Jesus and follow him, he is going to give us all we need to walk with him all the way to the end, just like he did for Joseph. We have meditated a lot on Joseph lately, given that this was his year. At this point, he had given his yes to to God to take Mary into his house. And over this last month, as we've gone through scripture references referring to Joseph, it was clear he is a noble man, an honest man, a humble man, and a man who loved silence. He didn't look for special praise. He didn't look for places of honor. He stuck to the plan that was given to him by the Lord. Do this, go there, avoid that place. And the man was obedient to the king. Men, our parish needs you to be like Joseph. Your presence in this place is vitally important. The man is the spiritual leader of his home. Of this I am convinced. And it stands true here at St. Joseph's. We need the leadership that reflects the way Joseph carried himself. Do not be afraid to take up leadership in this place. Joseph was held very close to God the Father, given he was entrusted the greatest gift ever known to mankind. What was it like, the relationship between the Father and Joseph God the Father knew exactly what kind of man he was. It was so beautiful to think about the Father gazing on Joseph. The Father trusted Joseph. He knew he would obey the king. It was just a matter of telling him what he wanted, and it would be done, and it was 
When Joseph saw the shepherds coming, it confirmed him all that had just taken place. The father chose the simple, the poor, the marginalized to come and adore first his son. Joseph, like Mary, seen everything taking place and it was being tattooed on their hearts. This was the way the father wanted it to be. Perhaps we can stop and ask ourselves, are we content with the life God has given us? Does Mary and Joseph, do Mary and Joseph and Jesus help me to accept all as coming from his loving hands? It is time to stop resisting interiorly the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Stop it. Stop resisting the Holy Spirit. We will not get anywhere if we resist him. And he is here in this place on this night. And he is prompting you to do something differently. And me. To be a star in our world that someone will follow right into this church. Is that part of our mission? Are we called to bring people back to the fire of Jesus' heart? I see all of you as stars in the darkness of the night. You are shining. St. Joseph is a bright light in southeast Raleigh. It has been so for a long time. From the beginning of its conception on Newburn Avenue at St. Monica Church and School. Our history is a beautiful one. Let's continue to make St. Joseph's a bright star and a blazing fire in our neighborhood. So the other day, on the 18th and the 19th, we did our hot chocolate and hot dog stand, and actually spring rolls as well. Jim was cooking the hot dogs. Bobby went across the road with me to one of our elderly neighbors to offer DoorDash. They graciously accepted. Then, back at base camp preparing the meal, the daughter of our elderly neighbor came across Pool Road to see our setup. Coming up to the grill, she recognized Jim. They worked together in law enforcement. Small world? Or simply God saying, Keep it up, guys. You're doing a good thing. The shepherds rejoice to hear the choir of angels sing, glory to God in the highest. United in their joy, we glorify the Father by offering him our Christmas petitions. For the Holy Father and the bishops who assist him, that their life, teaching, preaching, and pastoral care will proclaim the saving truth of the incarnate to all. We pray to the Lord. For our country and those who lead it, that true freedom and justice may reign. We pray to the Lord. For lasting peace throughout the world, that the coming of the Prince of Peace will put an end to all division and unify the peoples of the world. We pray to the Lord. For families, that the graces of Christmas 
will draw family members together and lasting bonds of love. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the poor, the homeless, and the unemployed, and for the refugees that Jesus Christ, who came into the world as one who was poor, will love and rescue them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God, in his mercy, will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Loving Father, darkness is forever changed because of the birth of the light, Jesus Christ, your Son. Take all the darkness of our lives and replace it with the radiance of our newborn Savior, through Christ our Lord. And we lift these prayers up through the intercession of Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 